With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. We had Thursday football yesterday, Wednesday football yesterday, just like throws everyone's equilibrium off, doesn't it? Like, wait, I heard Cowherd, good line. Uh, two things that are good any time of day, bacon, right? Bacon and football. Although, yeah, I mean, like, look, it was good, but was it, you know, is it everything we wanted? I don't know. I mean, you had a, you had a sloppy game. You had RG3 who, uh, at times looked athletic and then looked old when he felt like he pulled up lame on a hamstring, a ball he could have taken, uh, a run he could have taken to the house. I don't know. We got we have no Thursday game this week too, right? Like the whole thing is weird. And then what do we have? 
two Monday night games and a Tuesday night game next week. Everybody caught up? Good. Good. That's that's what we're here for, to make sure that you know exactly uh, what what the deal is. Look, the, the Steelers' defense is elite. It's special. It's spectacular. And that's why they're able to stay in games when their offense isn't hitting. When Chase Claypool, as much as we love him, had a bunch of drops yesterday. When, uh, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster has some drops yesterday. And you start to go like, whoa, their offense isn't clicking. And you're playing against a good defense in the, in the Ravens. This is Mike Tomlin talking about their sloppy win over the Ravens. Enough to win, uh, but that's all. Um, it was really junior varsity, to be quite honest with you. Uh, and it was in all three phases. We did a Mike, uh, you had uh, uh, some uh, red zone failures and a number of drop passes. Uh, do, what do you attribute that to? Anything in particular? Us sucking. <laughs> How good was that? Us sucking. Yes, that's, that's what it is. Uh, he, he's right. It was not a. It was not a, a Michelangelo. It was not a virtuoso. Trace McSorley came in and and looked like a quality quarterback against them, making my son and little kids. They know that uh, Trace McSorley song. Super super happy. Look, the Steelers are first in sacks and tackles for a loss. First in points per game allowed. First in takeaways and turnover margin. And the big question now is, what do they look like without Bud Dupree, talented defensive end opposite T.J. Watt? Watt has become an elite player, but some of that, let's just be honest, some of that is helped out by the fact you got Dupree on the other side having his best season as a pro. Right, so how good is your defense overall when you lose a key cog? Right, this is just like just like when when you if you lose a wide receiver and you're like, well, you know, we have a bunch of talented wide receivers. Okay, but now all of a sudden you can put a safety over the top of the other side all the time. Same thing with the defensive line, right? You can slide your protection to TJ Watt's side. And it's what Aaron Donald does. Now I'm not saying Bud Dupree or TJ Watt is Aaron Donald, but the idea that one guy commands a bunch of attention allows other guys to roam free and be junkyard dogs. So that, that's the, that, that's the question. And uh, look, defenses, Defense absolutely carries you. I don't think anyone is disputing that. And they're well on their way to having home field advantage, although there's not much of advantage outside of maybe weather when there's no fans there and it doesn't appear as though any time in the near future there's going to be fans there. What they have going for them is now Kansas City will have to play that one additional game because remember, the, the playoff seating has changed dramatically. But you got to ask yourself, what does that defense look like without Bud Dupree? And will the offense be able to keep up with the Kansas City Chiefs? And, and what's, what's interesting is all of these other star quarterbacks, they're sitting there screaming, you know, I mean, you look at the NFC, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Hey, if I just had a defense, Roethlisberger does, but Roethlisberger's offense has been clunky, clunky to say the least. I'm a believer in the Steelers. I think you can almost pencil them into the AFC Championship game. But in order, in order to beat the Kansas City Chiefs, it feels like you're going to have to get after Pat Mahomes with four. And that four became a little bit weaker when you lose Bud Dupree to the, for the season to an ACL injury. But first in sacks, first in tackles for loss, first in points per game, first in takeaways and turnover margin. There's a reason Mike Tomlin can say we sucked. That's, that's what he said. We were well, sucking. There's a reason you can say we sucked. 
and still end up being an undefeated team because defense will carry you through. Can you play well when you're not playing well? Can you make just enough stops, make just enough plays, get just enough takeaways? And if you look at how this defense is, all that really matters is how many points a game you allow. They're fewest in the NFL. Can you pressure the passer first in sacks? And can you take the football away first in takeaways? So, and, and oh yeah, by the way, with Roethlisberger and his experience, can you not turn the football over in return? If you can do those things, you can win a Super Bowl in 2020 and beyond. Been able to win a you know, and outside of the Chiefs, like, who are you really? Are you going to try and convince me that Tennessee doesn't have a great defense and is, and is incredibly predictable offensive like they're better? Are you going to buy into my, the Miami Dolphins right now or the Buffalo Bills? I think the answer is no. Bills are a good team, but you're not buying into Josh Allen and that offense. And the defense has been good, but not, not spectacular and great. I know they should have beaten Arizona to Arizona. You know, other than that, where where are we looking for an AFC champion? I mean, if the Steelers in the NFC, it's a wrap. In the AFC, the the question becomes Dupree and their bill without him, their ability to pressure the passer. But other than that, that's a stout defense that covers a lot of ground, that makes a lot of plays, that turns the football over, and that keeps you in games, even when, by their own accounts, they play crummy on offense. Crummy on offense. You can play well enough on defense so that it you can withstand that. And that's that's how they've been able to be undefeated. It is also interesting on how like kind of blase we are about them going undefeated. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know if you guys remember when the Patriots did, and obviously the Patriots going undefeated because they lost in the Super Bowl, it became not nearly as big a thing, but it was everything. It was always the big question. And if you look at what Pittsburgh has in front of them. It is not crazy at all to think they could go undefeated. Not in the least. Not in the least. They got the they they got the they got the Washington football team upcoming next. Then at Buffalo, probably their most difficult game remaining because it's on the road. Cincinnati, who without Joe Burrow, not the same. Indy, very good team at home. And at Cleveland, a game which they may, maybe they're resting their players or they play them half the game. They don't want any more injuries, and Cleveland needs to win to get to in the playoffs. I mean, so you got three games that you could lose, but all games that you'll be favored in, and you have the best defense on the field. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Let's welcome in John Middlecoff. Three and Out is the podcast. Of course, you should listen to it. You just learn from a guy who used to work in NFL front offices, worked in college as well, got out of it and became a broadcasting superstar. Um, okay, let, let, me, let me start with the Steelers from last night. How much does losing Bud Dupree change this defense? Yeah, I mean, I saw a lot of people overreacting just to that game. I, I put little to no stock in the way it looked. I mean, it was a Wednesday game. This is the NFL. Like, they're bitter rivals. That, to me, was the one thing I took out of the game to lose. You know, a guy, and, and you know, you see the classic tweets, like, this is why players want to get paid. Like, guys, he made $35 million in his career. He was a top pick, and for a couple, the first couple years, it was ugly for him. He was viewed as a bust. And then he really kind of flipped the script the last two years and became a pretty dominant player. Uh, it's, it's a huge loss. I, I thought Devin Bush, it was going to have an impact. Remember like five or six years ago when, uh, when, when what's-his-name from Ohio State it got paralyzed, or we thought, you know, it was yeah, really Ryan Sage's year. year. I and thought that changed, defense, that, that changed their defense and they were never the same. I thought they were going to win the Super Bowl that year because they had yep. Le'Veon and A.B. And, and Ben, but their defense was awesome. Well, I didn't think it was going to quite be with Bush, but they didn't really skip a beat. You didn't notice anything. I think this one is pretty big, though, because when you have, and I saw it last year with the 49ers, when you have guys coming from every angle up front, the four guys, there's nothing a defense or an offense can do. I don't care if you have a running quarterback, a pocket quarterback, a good offense. Most offensive lines in this league are average. Uh, You saw yesterday with Ronnie Stanley out, and it's really been like this now for a couple weeks, like, it's just backup tackles aren't as good as $100 million tackles. And a guy like Bud Dupree eats you alive. And T.J. Watt, I wouldn't say he's quite J.J., but he's an elite player. When I say J, like a peak J.J. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of it was just those two guys. And it kind of, 
I, I remember when Khalil Mack was in his prime with the Raiders, he didn't really have help. You can just – there are things you can do. Just go away from the guy. Like, I would never run at T.J. Watt or never – you know, I would double-team him in the pass game, which is harder to do when you have two guys. So it's just a massive blow. I, th- I think so, too. I think it's a, it's a, it's a big blow. And Especially when you're – you know, your main – team you got to beat has the, one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen, right? Correct. I, I would say I'd give Pittsburgh a chance just because maybe they could sack Mahomes four or five times in that playoff game, right? Or strip sack or just do... It gets a little more difficult with just the one guy. Well, the the, the thing is, they could be very well be 17-0 going to face the Kansas City Chiefs in their home stadium and, very, and be an underdog. I think that's reasonable. I think they would be, don't you, Nick? Yeah. Yeah, I I think they'll I think they will be an, an underdog. I don't I don't think there's any kind of question there. Probably, be, I mean, probably, they'd probably be at home, especially if there's no fans. Probably like Chiefs three. minus three. Yeah, yeah three, two and a half, two 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 and a half or three. I be, and I, I bet I bet a lot of people would bet on the Chiefs. I think so too. You bet on you bet on the Steelers uh, in the first half line, and then the Chiefs the Chiefs for the <laughs> exactly. for the game. Right? That's that's kind of that that's par for par for the course. You and I had a uh, you're. The last pod of yours I listened to was about Wentz, was coming off of Monday Night Football. You and I had a discussion about Wentz. Is there any chance that he's just not any good anymore? Uh, yes, there is. And I think sometimes we have a harder ability to, to kind of pivot to that when a guy has shown, you know, really, really high levels of play. It doesn't happen that often at quarterback because for the most part, if you become really good at quarterback, you just stay that good especially when you throw a lot of touchdowns and you can make all these different type throws. But I'd have to really go back and look at 2016 or 17. I can't even remember what year it was. Like, cause now his, it's his physical talents. Like he's big, he can run, he can throw it really far, but he can't, he's just very, very inaccurate. And I say it all the time. It's never been easier. I, I remember interviewing Warren moon like seven or eight years ago. And he was one of the rare guys who came into the league but really just, you know, after college, you know, he kind of took a crazy path, who was inaccurate and then really worked on it. Well, now, because back in the day, like, you had to throw guys open, it was just really difficult. It's a little bit easier now. Let's just call a spade a spade. You know, guys are just open because the way defenses can't play against you. So if you're inaccurate, like a lot of those plays on Monday Night Football, guys were NFL open, and he wasn't really that close. So to me, the touch... That that is what would concern me. Like, has he just does he just not have any touch? And really, if we look back at that one big year, was he doing it without the touch? You know, I, I don't know. That that to me is the the, the biggest question mark with him. Because if he has no touch and he never gets that back or never had it in the first place, then it's going to be a struggle. Because I was as bullish on Carson, you know, four or five years ago as anybody. But I, and I still was. Like, I, I wonder if Twitter's being hard on him. Because it's hard. To, I mean, the Eagles are so terrible. Like, who's watching, unless you're a diehard Eagles fan, start to finish? When you play on these primetime games, we all watch it, and you're like, wow, this is worse than I thought. Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, sometimes the primetime games teaches us, and, and we get to meet different players, and, oh, I had no idea. Sometimes the chip primetime game it explains just how bad, you know, it, when, you, when you see it in its entirety, it looks a lot worse or sometimes a lot better than when you see it in the clips exactly. of highlights or in a red zone when you're popping around channel to channel. It can be, it can be the best thing and it can be the worst thing. It's why, it's why even, you know, from my perspective, the scouting community and the people in the league, they're who you have to ask because they are watching so many games, no sound. I mean, when you hear broadcasters, and you know this, they just influence the way you're thinking if you're just casually coming in and out. There's a reason those guys watch, you know, the coaches tape to music. 
<clears throat> my thing is when I'm texting my friends around the league that yeah. watch that coach's tape in these dark rooms by themselves, they throw up ma- major red flags on Carson. Like, they all agree that, like, yeah, Twitter ain't being, you know, they're not wrong on this one. He, he's playing terribly. What do you do if so? So, what do you do if you're at the end of the season when you're the Eagles? Well, it's just one of those where you've invested so much you're riding it out. I mean, this isn't the NBA where you can just trade John Wall for you know Russell Westbrook, right? You can't just find some other huge contract guy and just you can't just trade straight up for Matt Stafford or something like that's just not possible because of the way bonus money works in the NFL. You could send to Indy. Do you think? Do you think, well, I just, I just think the way the contract works, they've paid him so much money. They have so much money on the books, and they're a team. They're one of the few teams that was way over. And I'm going to talk about this on my pod on Friday. I think the NFL owners, especially the new money guys, aren't going to want to drop the cap that big, no, no matter how big the revenues, you know, what it looks like this year. They still make so much in TV money. My prediction is I don't know if the cap's going to drop that dramatically as, as kind of the doom and gloomers have made it out because I think a lot of these rich owners will be like, yeah, I'll take a $15 million hit, whatever. I don't want to cut guys that are good players. Uh, but at the end of the day, when you give a guy a $100 million signing bonus and all that money's guaranteed, the way the NFL works, it's like you have to put it in escrow. Jeffrey Lurie is on the hook for that money no matter what, and they right. just did it a year ago. I, to me, it would be somewhat foolish because – how could you change your mind? And I don't think the Eagles will. Like They're going to ride this thing out. They invested so much in them off the bat, right, when they traded up to get them, and then they doubled down a year ago. Like To me, you have to do everything possible to try to fix them, and that's why, to me, the only option right now is probably the head coach making a head coaching change because that is the guy that can most directly impact Carson Wentz's future success or failures, right? Can you fix Jared Goff's turnover problems in the season? I just think he throw, he throws a pickable ball. You know, I, part of it is when you don't have a great arm, sometimes the ball hangs up there, and it, it's not that like it might be a half second or a split second, you know, between like him or Russell or him and Rogers. Like that ball in the NFL, there's a reason there's a big difference between a guy that runs a four four eight and a guy that runs a four five eight, because that tenth of a second is a hand on a ball or a pick ball or a completion. Uh, and I just think at the end of the day, he doesn't have a great arm, and he. You know, part of what made Alex Smith with the Chiefs so serviceable is he knew his limitations, and he never went above and beyond that. Well, I think Jared Goff kind of balances it because he goes coming out of college, number one overall pick, but he was kind of a slinging around guy. And I, I, I think he, if anything, they need to bring him back a little bit and try to play. It's hard because they're some of their better players. I mean, their two best players, those two wide receivers. But I think both those guys can really do a lot of damage in the short and intermediate passing game. Like, I wouldn't mess around with too much down the field stuff with Jared anymore. Like I, I would run my offense a little like Brady through the McVay stuff. Like a lot of stuff would be thrown to the running backs, thrown it quick to those guys because they can win that way because their coach is so good and their defense is solid. It's to me when they're like trying to push it way down the field is when these safeties and corners are picking Jared off. I know it's 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 crazy that that his that he's able to, they were able to do so much. When he's he's kind of, he's like Matt Ryan. That's basically who it is. He is. That's that's yeah. kind of the irony to it. He's 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 very much Matt Ryan. Um, I'd say I'd say Matt Ryan's probably slightly better, but he's in that kind of conversation. Yeah. What do you make of the Raiders? There's moments who are like, okay, Derek Carr's figured it out. This is a good team, and then there are moments like last weekend. I've had people in the league tell me they really believe he's benefited a lot from the no fans. Uh, and that Chiefs game is a good example. It's really easy for him to get comfortable. 
you know, I, I'd buy into a little bit of that, but I think every quarterback benefits. I mean, Rogers got the Saints this year to jump off sides on the you know in New Orleans, so it's just I, I think most quarterbacks are benefiting from that. I think at the end of the day, he just kind of still is what he is. He's not some elite guy, but he is talented to be you know somewhere between five and fifteen. The problem is Derek against the Chiefs can look like a you know fifth or sixth best quarterback, hell, a top five guy in the league, but his bad. He's a little like Eli without the playoff success of his good can look good and his bad can look terrible. That to me is where there's a lot of pressure on him the rest of the season. They look like a shoe in to make the playoffs before the Chiefs game. Then they lose the Chiefs game and just probably what's crazy is if all Derek's wins in his career, his greatest game might have come in a loss against the Chiefs, especially on Sunday night football with, you know, twenty five million people or whatever it was watching. Then you go to Arizona, or I mean, excuse me, Atlanta. I don't know if you saw this, but of like the last 20 years of offensive performances, it was like fifth from the worst, just offensive performance in the NFL offenses. I mean, that's just five turnovers, six points. It was atrocious. Now they play the Jets, which is kind of a get-right game, but then they got Indy and Miami. So it's like they at minimum have to split those games, if not win them both, or they're going to end up like 9-7 and seven or 8-8 eight and eight and miss the playoffs where I think we'd all look and go, how did the Raiders miss the playoffs? But year three of Gruden, like there are no excuses for any of these guys. Right. And that Arizona loss was just, if they missed the playoffs, that, that was a crippling loss. You and I are both Kyler fans, I think, right? We both are believers. But the last two weeks, you know, and, and even the Buffalo game, like he kind of gets a pass because he threw a Hail Mary, but they were going to lose that game in, in Arizona. What's going on with Kyler that it feels like there's either some regression or people are figuring him out? Yeah, I mean, I, I think part of it is just, at the end of the day, he's a second-year guy, and he only truly started like one year in college football. He really hasn't played that much. I don't care who you are, but going on the road against Belichick, like that's, especially if you're a second-year player, like he should be able to kind of throw some wrinkles at you. I, I just I, I expect him to kind of be up and down. And that's why, to me, that's kind of what his career has been. If you watch him on the right night or day, you go, is this guy the MVP of the league? And then when you watch him when he's off, I mean, their offense is a little soft. It it just is. It's it's part of the air raid. They get shoved around a little bit, and it's why Belichick, you kind of get physical with them. Uh, You know, they they play in a dome, so are they just the most equipped to go in areas when it gets 30, 40 degrees, even if it's not snowing or raining? Like, that's just – Typically, the the warm weather teams, and especially those that play in a dome and their warm weather, like I, I just, I always red flag them when they play in cold elements. At the end of the day, too, their coach, just, I mean, his resume is his resume. I mean, he, most he ever won in college was seven games. Like him winning eight or nine this year would be the most wins he's ever had in his career. It's crazy, right? Say, yeah. Especially given the division he's in. I mean, look, even the the Niners are still somehow alive. I mean, that division is just. It's a bloodbath because all the, the way all those teams play. We'll see. Like I, I have the I had the Cardinals red flag this whole year, just because of all the teams in the NFC West, they're the most likely to just oh they lost to the Lions, oh they lost to the Panthers, oh they lost to the Patriots. Now then they might beat Seattle and LA back to back, but they're a little kind of like the Raiders, where week to week you just have no clue what you're going to get. And I, I I put that little less on Kyler and more just their operation. The defense isn't very good. You know, the the play caller is just, for as much hype as we give Cliff, he's pretty unproven on NFL standards. So I, I, I tend to blame the coaches more than Kyler because I think we all see Kyler enough to go, like, 
I mean, Belichick, guys would drool for that guy, right? I mean, the Niners would take him in a – so fast your head would spin. Uh, so I, I, I tend to blame the coaches a little bit there. Um, okay, if Cam Newton signs with your team this offseason, are you excited? Yeah, I think he's going to be in a tough predicament, right? Because he got no money this year, and then he wasn't good. So who's he, start, who's he starting for next year? I mean, honest question. I mean, I guess the Bears with Trubisky and Foles are so bad, they would take anybody. But if you're them, wouldn't you try to draft a guy? Or, hell, I'd, I'd just sign Jameis or do something with a guy that can actually play. I think Cam's kind of proven. He just He's not a good NFL quarterback anymore. With the injuries caught up to him, he's not accurate. He just When you struggle to throw for 100 yards, it's, it's never and been And it's easy. not like he's had one bad week. He's had kind of a month where you're like, oh, my gosh, this is – it's it's the opposite of what I think people saw. It early and then early in the season they were like fired up, like all right, they're gonna fix him. Like sometimes you just can't fix things. Something you know. You yeah, I'm not. I don't pretend to be Tom House or anything, but his motion. I get his shoulder was messed up, but it's so elongated and kind of hitchy. If it was a golf swing, it looked like Jim Furyk or something. It just it some it looks terrible. And clearly the Patriots don't have any other options. So you just got to ride it out with him. I I, I really think Doug. If Belichick can get to 8-8 eight and eight this year with Cam, who has proven he can't really play, with all the opt-outs and not that much talent, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive year for Belichick. I mean, it won't go down as some of his like playoff years, but that's as good of a coaching job as you're going to find because they have I, no talent. I, I agree. Agree. Eight, eight opt-outs, quarterback can't throw. You know, they've had multiple injuries to their best wide receivers. and The, di- the and division clearly, I'm beside the I mean, division's still, way better than it's been. The, Dolph- the Dolphins are not normal. It's way yeah. easier than what, or harder than what Brady's used to. No question. Abs- absolutely positively no question. Um, you think Arians gets broomed? Uh, gets, you say blamed? Broomed. Like broomed, fired? fired. Yeah, retirement, whatever. Like doesn't it feel like doesn't it feel like they don't you know he re, he retires and then they do the uh, Josh McDaniels comes in or something like that 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 kind of what it feels like to me yeah it'd be a little NBA ish right I mean that would clearly be Brady like I I can't work with this guy uh, my, my thing goes back to is Brady knew what he was signing up for I mean he could he clearly knows Carson Palmer he could have picked him up pick up the phone and just been I mean he he knew that this guy. Someone, I got a DM the other day, like, is this Brady or Arians? Or why doesn't Arians just change his offense? Well, the reason Arians coaches is because of his offense. Now, I'm not saying that's right. Most coaches can be open-minded. Anyone that's ever heard Belichick or any of those players, like, they change literally week to week. and They don't have a scheme. Uh, but that is not Arians' deal. He got I, – I read it the other day because I was, like, Googling how he got the, – the Steelers got rid of him. He's like, yeah, I got booed at the Super Bowl parade because I was getting Ben hit so much, and we didn't run the ball, and I booed him back. Like he took, he takes pride in throwing bombs, and like Brady is one of the smartest football guys ever, coaches included. So when he signed up for this operation, like, what did he think? You know, but this is yeah, but where, everybody you know, thinks this is the old grass is always greener. Everybody thinks like, ah, he doesn't let me do, he doesn't let me throw the ball. This guy's, we got players like, well, you know, everybody. I, I talk to NFL guys like that's a weird fit, but they'll, they're smart football guys. They'll figure it out. They're not figuring it out. They're working against each other. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I wonder how much juice Brady will have at the end of the season. Now, if they get Josh McDaniels to come, it would make more sense for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers big picture to have. 
in theory, Josh McDaniels right than Arians, who's not going to coach that much longer. The problem with Arians is his defensive coach staff's really good. Right? You'd want to keep Bowles and all those guys, but they're kind of Arians guys. It can get really ugly. I mean, it, it's definitely possible it would have a little NBA feel to it because I, I heard someone say, like, just get rid of Brady. Like, no, they gave him two years, $50 million, all guaranteed. Like, they're getting two years out of Tom Brady. You know, Tom, Tom Brady's not going anywhere unless he demands to be traded, and I don't even know if that's possible. So, and I, I can't see that happening. Uh, yeah, so it's either Arians adapts this final month slash the playoffs, or they get hot, right? Or, yeah, some, something's probably got to give. Great stuff, John. Can't wait to hear the next pod. You know I download it every time it comes out. It's uh, 3 and Out is the podcast. John Middlecoff is the host, the former NFL scout. Middlecoff, thanks so much, dude. See you, Doug. Later. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Rick Buecher joins us, writes for Bleach Report. You see him on Fox Sports 1. He's covered the NBA for years. Am, am I off on, on the Anthony Davis deal? No, I, I don't think you are, but I, I do believe that AD knew that going in that this was the plan. I, I can't imagine that LeBron, AD, and and Rich Paul, maybe not you know when, when AD first got here, but at some point uh, either during the season or since the end of the season, uh, there was discussion about how they were going to do this and how they were going to roll it out. And ultimately, this is... Uh, uh, this is what's happened. But I, I don't know that, like, AD was in a separate silo waiting to see what LeBron was going to do and then made his decision. I believe that all of this was orchestrated. Oh, I, I have no no doubt about it, but that, that would be the, why the timing was as, as such. Um, people are freaking out about the Dennis Schroeder deal and about Marcus Gasol. Like, they do know that Marcus Gasol is a shell of his former self, right? Like, I like the deal, but they do know that he's over the hill now, Correct. Yeah, I would. I, th- that is my concern too. Although the fact that he is a playmaker at that position, and they need playmakers, uh, I and the fact that you're not—he's not, not going to have to do a whole lot of heavy lifting. I—I'm uh, I, not going to dismiss that he won't have an impact. Do I think that there are some questions to be answered? And does he have anything left? I think that's a legitimate question. But I don't. I also don't believe like he has to be so instrumental that you're asking a lot for him. You're asking. You're asking him basically to be uh, a contributor in what eight, eight or so, maybe ten playoff games. Uh, obviously, the the circumstances that we're under here with a 72 game season. There's a lot of questions. I mean. Lakers are prohibitive favorites. They should be. But there are still a lot of questions to answer just because they have the best vehicle at the starting line uh, doesn't really mean a whole lot. Uh, We saw the Clippers have the best vehicle at the starting line, and then we found out that the path was going to be unlike or the road track, whatever you want to call it, was going to be completely unlike anything we had anticipated there's a very real possibility that we're looking at the exact same thing this season. So when you wind up with the Lakers in the heat in the finals, nobody anticipated that matchup. Uh, We could very, very well have another unanticipated matchup in the finals this year. I, I I agree with you. Uh, Yesterday's story was um, that the, the Clippers apparently too much preferential treatment to their stars uh, that, along with other factors, caused them to to have a, have a shortened season, even get to play the Lakers in the playoffs. You've covered this thing for twenty five years. Yeah. Th- those the the things that the star treatment. What percentage of the stars of NBA teams get different treatment than their teammates? <laughs> Every single one. Uh, look, John Stockton and Carl Malone got preferential treatment, and they're considered like the most, you know, blue collar. Uh, Damian Lillard gets preferential treatment. We consider him, you know, the ultimate leader, blue collar guy. Uh, you're. It, it only makes sense to provide preferential treatment. Let's not confuse what happened with the Clippers last year uh, and, and and last season, or 
the impact of the three months off and what it did to Montrez Harrell and and that team. I mean, I'm not going to dismiss uh, what the Clippers came back with at the end of the year. And do I think that there is a question about leadership with their team? Yes, I do. I do believe that we learned that Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet in Toronto and Tim Duncan and Manu Ginobili were in San Antonio were leaders that were vital to Kawhi Leonard winning his his two championships. I don't have any question about that. And it's still a question to me as to who the leaders, the true leaders are going to be for the Clippers if they're going to win a championship. But this whole idea, like they were just, I mean, you and I watched, everybody watched them beat the Lakers handily the first night and again on Christmas and dominate teams when they when they decided we wanted to show just how good we can be. Uh, that was not an illusion, and they did that under the circumstances that have since been described. So I just, it's convenient to, to look at that. Do I have some questions? Uh, do, does, it, does it indicate that that ship was a little bit looser run than, than should have been? Yes, but we kind, of, we kind of knew that without getting these kind of details. I mean, I knew all year long that Kawhi was living in San Diego and taking a helicopter to practice. Guess what? Kobe Bryant did the same thing, so uh, doing it from Orange County. So I just way too much is being made out of, oh, we'll see. The preferential treatment is the reason that the Clippers did not win a championship last year. I can categorically tell you, no, that's not why they didn't win the championship last year. No, but it, it does strike as part of the foundational cracks, right? Part of the – it laid a – you know, you it, it's interesting. You bring in a couple of guys, one who's been successful at the championship yep. level, one one who has not. And you when you don't have sweat equity with the club, I think mm-hmm. the preferential treatment is a little bit different, right? Like if you, if you were a superstar and they're going to – you know, like Toronto – they roll out the red carpet, and then to you know when they because he, he didn't want to be traded there, and then when he was traded there, and they tried to woo him. They're like, "We'll do whatever it takes, you know, yeah. for you to stay here." But he had shown success and had shown he could win it there. I think it's a little plus. Like I, I thought one of the reasons for Kawhi wanted to go there was the culture, and this strikes against the culture of, or at least the culture we thought that the Clippers exuded. Yeah, but I, I, I would, I would argue that we may have over estimated what the culture was just because they overachieved the previous year yep. because they had guys like Patrick Beverly and Montrez Harrell who snarl and play hard and whatever. Uh, I, I'm, you know, the fact of the matter is they still lost in six games in the first round to the Clippers. I mean, uh, to the Warriors and a, a Warriors team that wasn't really taking them that seriously. So uh, on, on the face of it, yeah, it's, it, Kawhi contributed for sure, and as I said, was it a loose ship? Yes. Should, should it have been tighter? But a lot of that is 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 not so much the preferential treatment. Is that if you're going to get the preferential treatment, one you have to deliver, and two yeah. you have to connect with your teammates. Yeah. And and to me, that's the greater thing. Is that you know Kawhi, aka Fun Guy, like if you're coming into the situation that you are with the Clippers, you, as the as the leader and the best player. You kind of have to go out of your way to connect with the group that was already there and acknowledge what they've done. And it's, 
you know, it's the same element why I'm not buying Brooklyn because I don't see that happening with KD and Kyrie. We didn't see that with Kyrie coming into Boston. Um, that that's that's an element that has to happen. But I, I don't see the preferential treatment in itself as being the thing that divides a team. Um, did it feels to me like the Bucks got a lot better with the Drew Holiday? I know I mean, they didn't does, get bugged. Does but. does you get preferential treatment, and we all love you. So like I don't you. <laughs> You and and, and my and the preferential treatment I get is nowhere near what Colin, what Colin gets in terms of his preference. No, I'm serious. Like that's anywhere you worked. I I mean, you go you go back to college, and the way it works in college, at a, yeah. I was at a Nike school, is everybody gets the same kind of team shoes to start the year, and yeah. then the starters go like, yeah, I don't like these shoes. They're like cookie cutter shoes. Can I have some other yeah. ones? And then you get other ones. Yeah. And then yeah. you know, Desmond Mason will pop up with some Jordans that that the that the managers were given because he could order whatever he wants. Why? Because he's Desmond Mason, right? That's, that's the way it, it, it goes now, you know, heavy is the head, right? So he had to play yeah. harder and better and all yeah. those other things. And, and, yeah. and that's the way it works. There is a limit though, right? There's, there's a limit when you start, nah, not feeling going in tonight. Nah, can't yeah. practice tonight. And guys yeah. are like, for, for real. Yeah, no, 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 no. But that, that to me is again, um, is, I mean, look, Toronto. Toronto uh, was yeah. able to navigate that successfully yeah, uh, no because question. I think their culture was better than what the Clippers was, and uh, and and the dynamics were different. So, I, look, but that to me is a little bit different than the preferential treatment that was highlighted about you know yeah. living down in San Diego and being late and what I mean. That's that's a leadership issue. But I've seen teams overcome it if they have strong enough leadership elsewhere on the team. Good stuff, Buke. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And uh, we have basketball going to be played in less than three weeks. That is crazy. I know. It, it's, it's crazy, but it's, well, it's good. But it's also weird because, like, talking to teams and, you know, I mean, the season's starting. But other than essential basketball personnel, they're the only ones in the building. And it's not like they're actually starting training camp. It's like, you know, a coach and a player and guys coming in left. It's a, it's, it, we're still in bizarro world. No doubt about it. Good stuff. Buke. Thanks for joining us. You got it, Doug. I'm Katia Adler, host of the global story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.